This is the Happy Hour Effect Podcast, Episode 23. If you feel like you're stuck, you're stressed, or you just keep getting overlooked for success, keep listening because this episode is for you. Hello, hello, this is Kristen Brown, and you are listening to the Happy Hour Effect Podcast. I'm so excited to have you, and I'm excited to be back. I took a little hiatus over the holidays, and here we are in the new year, and I'm so excited to help you minimize stress, leverage your goals, and really boost your happiness this year, because we all deserve it. We all are busy, we have stress, we have great stuff that happens, we have challenging stuff that happens, and we all deserve to really achieve our goals, to have that happiness that sometimes can feel a little bit elusive, and to really just step into success because sometimes it just feels like, oh, gosh, why can't something great happen to me? Why does it feel like sometimes everyone around you is experiencing their goals and having things happen great in their life? And while things may be good for you, things just aren't happening as quickly or as easily as you would like them to. And that's really the majority of us because, you know, we go look on social media and we see that our friend just had something amazing, wonderful happen to her and she posted on Facebook. Well, then we start to get that kind of comparison mindset where we feel like, oh man, gosh, I'm just not as good or I'm not as successful as that person. And that comparison mindset, man, that can kill our spirit. It can kill our progress. It can kill our engagement with everyday life and our goals because we feel like, man, if this is happening to her, you know, I don't know if I can have that same thing happen to me. And so mentally, we kind of self-sabotage ourselves, even though we don't want to, we don't intend to, but it just happens from that subconscious talk that we give ourselves. So today I want to give you some ways to get unstuck, because there are a million and one things that take up our time, take up our energy, that take our focus. So you really need to kind of dig deep if you want to get unstuck. And even realize that you're stuck in the first place. I'll give you a couple of interesting examples that I've experienced just over the last couple months. A lot of you know my backstory. I'm a widow and I'm a speaker and I'm a best-selling author. And so I've used some of my personal and professional experiences to, you know, really help people and, and, and make change easier for them just by sharing my story. So I'm always asking other people to share their stories with me because I really think that's you know, a huge emotional connector. And that's really what drives us, right? To want to hang out with others to, you know, help us figure out what it is we really want in life is, you know, looking at our past stories and where do we want our story to go. Anyway, so the last couple months, I've been doing a lot of speaking. And I spoke as the closing keynote speaker for a wellness professional conference, 500 people from well industries all over. And everyone there was a wellness professional. They were in HR, they were an employee benefits. Their job, their key goal is to help the employees at their companies live better lives, be healthier, be happier, be more effective on their jobs. Really that holistic mindset. Hopefully that is the goal of all of them. And afterwards, I was talking to a wellness director from a Fortune 500 company. And this woman was amazing, right? I mean, she was in charge of 20,000 employees and keeping them healthy, happy, and on track at the job. But here's the thing. We started talking. Turned out that she had a personal goal of losing some weight. And when I started asking her how she was going to go about it, she said, well, you know, I just, I know I need to lose the weight, so I'm just going to do it. And I kept digging like, well, how, why, what's the motivation? And she didn't have a good answer. She just kept saying, well, I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. 
And so this is not a judgment on her. It's just a simple observation that so many of us, even the professionals whose job it is to help you lose weight, don't actually know how to help you achieve a goal, how to get you unstuck, how to remove those stressful roadblocks that prevent you from moving ahead. I spoke to an, at an entrepreneur conference where it was business owners, and there was a woman there that I started talking to after, and she did not yet own a business, but she had been thinking about starting a business for years, like five or six years she had been thinking about it. And I said, well, awesome. You know, how is it going? What's your plan? You know, how's your action, your goal planning going for the year? And she said, well, you know, I know I want to start this business. And I kept digging again with her, like, well, what have you done? What have you done? She said, well, you know, this is kind of the first thing I've done is coming to this conference. And I said, what do you have written down? Do you have a plan? Well, no, I just think about it all the time. She had literally been laying in bed for five years every night dreaming about starting this business, but had no goal plan in place. And again, no judgment because we all get stuck, right? But it, again, makes me just really sad, really frustrated that people have these big dreams and they just kind of sit on the back burner and we don't make progress on them. I talked to another guy. I was speaking at a big corporation and this gentleman came up to me after and was telling me how my message really resonated with him and he knew that he had big goals in his life. He really wanted to get this promotion at work, but he didn't want to compromise getting that promotion with spending time with his family. He still wanted to have time, you know, be home for dinner with his kids, be able to go to sports practices and games and things like that. And when we started looking at his life map and exercise that I do at my a lot of my speaking events, we realized that he was in the same boat as the previous two people I talked to in that he had these goals, but he didn't know how he was going to make that happen. He didn't have the action plan in place to make the goals a reality. And it's interesting because, you know, look how diverse those people are. A wellness professional, an entrepreneur or wannabe entrepreneur, a guy in corporate America, all very different. They were all different age ranges. They all had different income levels. But yet we all have that same problem, that issue where we just, oh, where we get stuck and we don't know how to get over that roadblock. So like I said, today I want to share three ways to help you get unstuck. Three ways to help you start to make change for real. Because when I hear stories like I just shared with you, and I hear stories like this literally every single day, someone in email or social media or meet someone at an event, I hear stories like this every day. And it motivates me to want to help them change, to hold their hand, to push them, to give them a little tough love sometimes. And I decided over the holiday break, after hearing more and more of these really kind of heart-wrenching stories, my goal for this year is I am going to help 1 million people make change happen for real in their lives. 1 million people. Now that's a big goal, right? Kind of maybe like I'm mentally crazy off my rocker big goal. And here's the thing. It's all about a goal still, right? 1 million people. How am I going to help 1 million people make change happen? I can't just say I'm going to do it. It's not just going to happen because I say I'm going to. I need to know how I'm going to do it, why I'm going to do it, who I'm going to help, how I'm going to help. There's a lot of things that go into that crazy 1 million people goal, right? And the same goes for you, whether you want to help a million people or whether you want to lose weight or start a business or grow a business or get a promotion or spend more time with your kids or whatever it is that you want to do, small or big, you have to know those things that will keep you moving forward so that you don't get stuck. Now, recently, I hosted a sold-out teleseminar on this exact topic. It was titled, Five Mistakes Even Smart People Make That Keep Them Stressed, Stuck, and Overlooked for Success. 
I'm not going to, I don't want to recreate that teleseminar here because it already exists. So I'm going to make it available for you for free, just a free download. You can go listen to the whole thing. It's just under an hour long. Then we'll go a lot more in depth into those five mistakes we all make. But today, I want to give you some of the highlights from that teleseminar and then share some things that I didn't share during that call. So if you do want to listen to that teleseminar when we're done here, just go to happyhoureffect.com. Right under tools is the link to get that free teleseminar download, five mistakes even smart people make that keep us stressed, stuck, and overlooked for success. And I'll also put the link right in the show notes. So if you want to reference anything I mentioned today during the show, get a little recap, just go to podcasts on the website, happyhoureffect.com podcasts. And right under there are all the episodes. This is episode number 23, three ways to get unstuck. Whew, that was a lot. I just talked a lot. So I want to jump in. Now, like I said, I just did a teleseminar on this and I got so much feedback on it. People sending me their personal things that hold them back, people giving me ideas, people telling me, you know, what are those things that hold them back? And really found that there are a lot of misconceptions about goal setting and the expectations that we set for ourselves. And a lot of us think, well, I'm going to say it and I'm going to put this goal out into the world and the universe is going to align things for me to make it happen. A lot of people have that kind of spiritual mindset behind goal setting. And that's really powerful. You do have to have that intent so that the energies, the powers that be, whatever spiritual path you follow can help you make it happen. But it's not just going to happen magically. You also have to put work into it. You also have to put some conscious thought, some planning, some purposeful strategy into any goal that you want to set. So I'm going to give you the three, what I think are the most important things that you need to do before you start taking action on a goal. These are the things that will get you unstuck, that will get you launched in the right direction so that you have a much higher chance of success in reaching any goal that you set for yourself. Okay. Now, the first thing that you need to uncover before you decide to do something big or small in your life that's different than your normal routine Number one is you need to know why the heck you want to do this thing in the first place. Why is it important to you? The answer to whatever your why is becomes your ongoing motivating driving factor. So let's take the examples at the beginning, the woman who wanted to lose weight. With her, I kept asking her, you know, why does she want to lose weight? And she said, well, I put on some weight, packed on some pounds the last few years. I know I just need to lose a few pounds. And I said, well, why? And she said, well, you know, my clothes are, don't really fit and you know, I just, I really need to lose some weight. And I kept digging. I'm, I can be so annoying. I can be the most tough love, annoying coach and mentor you will ever have. But it's all because I want you to get results, right? So I kept digging. You know, why? Why is that important to you that you fit into your clothes? Well, you know, I, I just feel better when I can fit into my clothes. And I said, well, you could go buy new clothes. And she said, no, 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 no. You know, I, I do know that I don't look my best. And when I don't look my best, I don't feel my best. And I said, okay, well, why is that important to you? Because for some people, that would be good enough, right? I want to look and feel my best. Why is that important to you? And she said, well, you know, I just, I don't like to go places and feel like people are looking at me thinking I'm fat. And I said, whoa, whoa, well, let's not use that word. That's too much judgment on yourself, too much pressure on yourself. Why do you want to feel good and confident about yourself? Let's reframe this. And she said, well, you know, it makes me just feel a lot more confident, you know, going to work and, you know, talking to other employees. If I can look great and healthy for myself, I'm really a role model, and then they'll see that and be inspired to do that themselves. Plus, I want my kid. I want to have more energy for my kids, and you know, even selfishly, I want to look and feel good so my husband's attracted to me. 
So I'm not going to go TMI here on this and give you too much information, but basically we really got to the heart of why she wanted to lose weight. She wanted to feel sexy and attractive again for her husband. She wanted to have energy to spend with her kids, and she wanted to feel comfortable and confident as a role model in her position as a wellness director. That really got to the heart of her why. Those things are motivating. So that that day, those days when she feels like eating a donut for breakfast instead of oatmeal or a smoothie, she can say, you know what, is this donut going to help me feel sexier for my husband? Is this donut going to give me the energy I need for my kids long term? Is this donut going to be me putting out the right message to the employees that I work with every single day at work? Probably not. So that can be the driving factor to make the right decision in choosing the donut or not. The same goes for you. What is your why? What is your motivation? And dig deep. Don't just stop at, oh, I want to start a business because I want to have get out of corporate America. That's not good enough. Why do you want to get out of corporate America? Well, I hate my boss. Why do you hate your boss? Well, because she tells me what to do. Well, why do, she, why do you hate having someone tell you what to do? Because I want to have more control over my schedule. Why do you want to have more control over your schedule? Because it means I'll have more freedom. Boom. Bingo. You nailed it. You want more freedom. Corporate America isn't giving it to you. If you have your own business, it will give you that freedom. I'm going to warn you, though, this is a little side note. Being a business owner doesn't mean you work, you know, 20 hours a week. It means you work 24-7 and you bust your butt to make your business successful all day, all night, whatever it takes. So if you think that owning a business is nice, easy breezy, it ain't. It's a lot more hours than corporate America. But yes, it does give you so much more freedom to control your time, to control your energy. And we won't even go into the money part of it because that is all contingent upon how hard you work, the market, what you're putting out there, how you're differentiating yourself. I've got old episodes on that. So go listen to that. Anyway, that is number one for getting unstuck is knowing your motivation. Okay, so dig deep there. Write it down and actually do a little self-exploration. Number two, who are you surrounding yourself with that will lift you up, give you the support and accountability that you need? Who are you surrounding yourself is number two. The reason this is important is because we become like the five people we spend the most time with. So if you're hanging out with Debbie Downers, people that make you feel bad about yourself, people who are doing bad, who have bad habits that you tend to mirror, people that just generally drag you down, well, that's going to become who you are too. Those aren't the people you want to be around, especially if you have a big goal, something that you want to change in your life to improve your life, right? So here's a little exercise you can do. Just do a little mental scan of your network, who you're hanging out with the most. Look at your week. Usually there's a spouse in there, some kids, coworkers. Who are those people that you hang out with most? And now look at how encouraging, positive, and supportive they are of you. If they are not someone who actually drives you to want to be better, then those aren't the right people to support you in this goal. Doesn't mean you should just escape them because you often can't. Coworkers, spouses, kids, you can't escape them. And I don't mean that in like leave them. That's not what I mean here. It just means that for this specific goal that you're setting or any goal that you set, you need to look outside your normal circle. Look for the person that's going to be supportive, account, hold you accountable, give you the encouragement and the positive reinforcement to help you reach your goal. This often means you got to stretch a little bit. You got to get out of your comfort zone and go find those people, find the network, find the group that is going to be the right people to help you make a goal possible. I'll give you an example. You know, I'm an entrepreneur. My family doesn't 
get that really. I mean, they support it, but they don't really get that lifestyle or what goes into it or the things that I do on a day-to-day basis. They love me, they're supportive, but they don't know the under they don't understand the nitty-gritty behind it. So when I need support for a big goal in my business, I go hang out with a couple of my entrepreneur friends that I know will support me. They've done it. They're doing it. They're in the trenches making their businesses, building their businesses successful every single day. So that means you have to do the same thing, whether it's weight loss, whether it's starting a business, whether it's getting a promotion at work, whether it's spending more time with your kids, who is going to help you make that a reality without judgment, without negativity, and without sabotaging you? That's the second thing to get unstuck is having the right people around you because the people that are you're around the most have the most power to cause you to fail at the goal. They are a huge roadblock if it's not the right people. That's number two. Number three, this is really important, and it's really about setting realistic expectations around any goal, any decision, any change that you want to make in your life. Because just listening to me talk right now and giving you these tips doesn't mean you will actually implement them. Sure, you've got the knowledge in your head, but you need to take the knowledge you have and put it into action. The same thing goes for books you read. I know so many people, they're literally addicted to self-help books. They read one or two a week, and yet their lives are still a mess. They read the books, and they feel good. You know, while they're reading, I'm like, oh, I'm doing something to improve my life. But then they don't take what they learn, whether it's one thing out of the book or the entire book is life-changing. They don't take what they read and learn and put it into action in their life to make a difference. Whether, you know, you're in corporate America and you want your career to take off, or you want a promotion, or you want to step into leadership, whatever it is, you can go to every networking event, you can go to every conference. But if you don't take those relationships you build or the things that you learn at those conferences and put them into action, they're really a waste of time. If you're a business owner and you want to learn to do social media or you want to learn to do PR and make it lucrative for you, you can't just go to a class or get coaching and then not do anything to make what you learn real in your life. So the number three thing here is setting realistic expectations so that when you set out to achieve a goal, that you truly are committed to taking action. It's not something you're just going to think about. The woman that I that wanted to start the business, and literally every night in bed, she would think about starting this business, and she never took action for five years. So you need to be willing to commit yourself to taking action on goals. And that's really about setting realistic expectations for how you really are in your life at any given moment and how equipped you are to take a goal from idea to reality. So those are the three things that I think are the first most important elements to getting unstuck so you can launch into taking action on a goal. We'll just recap them really quickly. The first one is why, knowing why something's important to you so you know your motivation all along the way. The second is knowing who you're surrounding yourself with to be sure it's the right people for accountability, for positive reinforcement, and just for support along the way. Number three is having the realistic expectations that any goal or change or decision requires action on your part. It's not just going to magically happen because you listen to this podcast or you attend a class or you get coaching or you go to a conference or you read a book. It would be great if we could magically change just by listening. Unfortunately, you need to take accountability and responsibility as well 
and put those actions out into the world. So I hope that those were some really great ways for you to start thinking differently about your goals to get a little bit unstuck. Maybe you've already fallen off the resolution wagon. You need to re-engage a little bit. Again, if you want a little bit more on this topic, go listen to that free life leadership teleseminar that I hosted a couple weeks ago. It's free online. Just go to happyhoureffect.com. I'll put it in the show notes as well, along with anything else I mentioned during the show. And if you enjoy the show, I would love it if you would just leave a quick review, five-star review, and and subscribe right on iTunes. The link is right on the show notes page as well. And of course, always, always, I love to get your feedback, your ideas for future shows, your tips and the things that you've learned and the things that you've implemented and changes that you've seen in your life. And of course, of course, just email me anytime you need a little pep talk. I'm always happy to do that. And be sure to go link in with me. I do have a new LinkedIn goal getters group that I launched a couple weeks ago to help you stay accountable for your goals. So if you want that community with no judgment, with positive support, positive reinforcement, I'll put that link in the show notes as well. Or you can search it on LinkedIn goal getters. It's just called the happy hour effect goal getters on LinkedIn. It's a group. So I'll put that in the show notes as well. Again, I'm Kristen Brown. You've been listening to the Happy Hour Effect podcast. It's been my pleasure to chat with you. I look forward to seeing you soon.